Hour number two, the run home with Joel and Fletch, and we have been inundated with text messages, Brian, all sorts of topics, but of course, many people having their say as to Rob from Blacktown, what should his new song be? So keep them coming in, we'll consolidate those, and uh, Brian's going to take it to the board, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll eventually land on what the name should be. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the Reptiles there, uh, Dave and the Darrows are there, good to have their company, and as well as, uh, you're absolutely right, Brad the Owl, that's exactly where... They did go. Uh, hey, fellas, foot juice here. Fletch, you have to take the cheese and kisses to Javier's Mexican restaurant inside the area. It is the grouse Mexican when you go to Vegas. Vegas, okay. Good to have the foot juice back. Yeah, good on your juice. Well, um, hello and welcome back, A-team. About Taylor Swift and the tall poppy syndrome, I'm not a Swifty and I hate the Chiefs, but I saw this abuse. She was copping people screaming over the top abuse. As for the boyfriend, Travis... Chiefs don't win the last two games without him, says Magpie Swanee. Mm. What did, did you see that footage of when him and Mahomes are warming up and the kicker from the Bengals? Um, Ravens kicker, Justin Tucker. Ah, sorry, the Ravens kicker <laughs> is there, all his gears yeah, there, is, and, and yeah. they just pick it up and throw it away. That's right. Look, Disrespectful. It was not the Ravens. Disrespectful nah, to who? I don't reckon. To the kicker. No, it's not. It's well, the Ravens. It's the Ravens home stadium. Yeah, but that's they're warming the, up. You yeah, can't but that's just... where the kicker warms up at every single home game. That's his home. Well, move your yeah, move your boots so... and your helmet to the sideline. Apparently, the kickers are allowed to practice at both ends because mm-hmm. of the different circ- the conditions. That's fine, but you can't leave it right in the middle when they're warming up. But he was there first. Bad luck. There's only one field. That's that's their end. They're warming up. Go back to the other end. You can throw the ball anywhere. Seems like a mess. You you hate. I the, like Justin Tucker. I like the kicker. He's a good kicker. Well, he, well he's one of the gun. He's the best kicker. In the, probably. Yeah, but let's be honest. Player. He doesn't do any kicks. Oh, like right, seriously. Okay. It, it's Mate, an, you give me you give me two years. No I could chance. be an NFL no kicker. No let's chance. go down the let's go down the other park. Not a let's go to North Sydney Oval. Am I writing this down? Give me two years. I could kick like they can kick. Not what other sports? Like <laughs> what other? Got a bodgy groin though. There it is. I'll do left foot. I'll do left foot then. Yeah, he's also twenty five. We'll get Benny Graham on. Former NFL punter. He's a punter. I'm a goal kicker. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm Sorry. a goal kicker. <laughs> hey, um, what other sport, though, do you have where somebody plays such a significant part, but they're not really playing in the bulk of the game? No. They actually they don't participate in in the sport. The DH in baseball comes on and bats. Designated. Doesn't field. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at bats least, for the pitcher. The, the batting's a big part of it. But if you, okay, let's say you take the first pitch, you fly ball out to right field, then you're back in the dugout until you bat again, Yeah, which could be four innings, five innings, an hour. You can't tell me, you can't tell me that a player, a running back, or even a quarterback couldn't train and could do both roles, a kicker and... I agree. It has to. Yeah. You don't need a bloke who just does kicking. Correct. If you just trained a guy... Like if I was a running back or something, I'd put my hand up and say, listen, for for his wage, I'll take Tuckers and you get me <laughs> doing my my yeah. bizzo. And it would add, add to the sport that you're not getting it every single time yeah. just about. Our man Coach Prime was not only playing baseball, but he was a receiver and a safety, wasn't he? Yeah, he did both, both sides of the ball. Why can't they do that? Would he, he get paid baseball would, as well? Would he get paid twice? Oh, why not I say twice? Would he be worth more because he's doing the defense as well? So there's... Prime's kids, I think it's Shiloh Shadir. I think he plays both sides of the ball at the moment in college. And he's going to have to make a decision soon about whether he plays wide receiver or whether he plays cornerback. Why do you have to make a decision? Because you can't be training both at the same time. Your body will fail. You'll just you'll be yeah. gone. You'll okay. be out of the season in two years. Right, okay. So, so cornerback is 
marking the wide receiver? A cornerback is a wide receiver who couldn't catch the ball. Okay. So tell me this then. Do you see this often where who's the best wide receiver? Is it Tyreek Hill? Uh, yeah, let's say this year, for example. Okay. So if it came to a Super Bowl and you're getting right to the crunch and you've just attacked, now you've got to defend, do they ever go, Tyreek, you go to cornerback? They do it in Hail Marys. So if there's a Hail Mary, the, def- the defending team will rather than have their, their cornerbacks and their little guys on, like Rob Gronkowski, he always went in the end zone because you just want your best, your tallest, your biggest players to Punch the ball knock the ball down. Mm-hmm. But Tyreek Hill's small, so not really. He, he wouldn't be that good at cornerback. No. Did you see, um, just on the Swifties, right, the power of the Swifties, Colin Cowherd has already got a massive show. He did a five-minute sort of tirade about those bagging Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it was one of the most watched clips he said ever because the Swifties, the power of them, mm. they are searching and looking for anything Taylor Swift. Yeah. Right, they're diving in. What about the Swifties have been caught up in this? Taylor Swift's favourite number is 13. <laughs> that's her yeah. favourite number. How, how do we know that? Well, that's well, the Swifties, they know everything, right? It's Super Bowl 58. What's five plus eight, Brian? Five. Five plus eight. It's Super Bowl 58. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, 13. They're playing the 49ers. What's four plus nine? Oh, beat it. This is what they're doing. Beat it. Yeah, you 13. know how many games she's watched in, in, uh, for Travis Kelsey? 12. This is her 13th, yes. <laughs> uh, the date of the Super Bowl is the 11th of the second. 11 plus two equals what? And, and the final one they're sort of going on about is? It takes 13 hours. She'll be flying from a show from Tokyo to Vegas. Yeah. The power of the Swifties. Okay, what about this? The I think you're a Swifty. <laughs> I could be. Uh, Swifty Sherwin. Oz the Mentalist. Are you familiar with him? Who? Oz the Mentalist. Simon Baker Denning. No. There's a bloke <laughs> There's a bloke that gets around Oz the Mentalist, so he can Oz. read the future and all those sorts okay. of things. Hard Knocks, which the Jets were in. Do you know who McCole Hardman is? Yeah, he was a Jets wide receiver, started there at the Jets, and now he's on the Chiefs. Okay, so what happened is, Brian, out of all the Jets players, McCole Hardman, he had picked to come up for his mentalist sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, McCole, you're going to be in a Super Bowl. Who will you be playing? This is when he was at the Jets at the start of the year. He said he'll be in a Super Bowl. Who will you be playing? He said 49ers. McCole Hardman has since transferred to the Chiefs. In October, mm. so McCole Harmon, whilst the Jets aren't there, he is playing the 49ers. It's What's and that got to do with 13? No, well, it's numbers and 31-21. Oz Mentalist I'm... is tipping the score. 31-21. Okay. All right. Well, let's give let's have a bit of that. Is Oz famous over in America? Oh, I think so. Yeah, he does all. He's, he's been with all the big clubs. And... You know, the conspiracy theory is that Swifty. Yeah. And Travis yes. are frothing. Um, they they vote Democrat. Froth on it. Yes. So the conspiracy theorists out there are saying they were hired yeah. because they want the younger audience or the younger voters, one, to vote. Yes. Two, vote for the Democrats. Wow. So get that in your – put that in your pipe and smoke it, Okay, Oz. we like that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We've got news coming up, but NRL-wise. Before we do so, let's hit the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. Dino's there from the gong. Hello, Dino. Welcome back, boys. How are you? Outstanding, Dean. We've got uh, the super coach heading to the gong. Will he be in the gong when we speak to him a little bit later on? Shane Flanagan, are you a Dragons man? No, mate. The greatest – Team in the world, mate. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Ooh. Glory, glory. What do you got, Dino? Hey, Fletch, got any more shit tips? 
<laughs> well, no, 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 no. no. Clip that off. Clip that off. You got rolled. Yeah. What about the other one? What about Storm Boy? You didn't say anything about that, did you, Dino? Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, I was a little bit quiet about Storm Boy, but what about my form when I gave you three? Yeah, four. Yeah, but what about when my wife mistook the number because you put the number in, so it was Delexio. Yes. That was the 180 grand day. Oh, did we share that on air? No, we haven't. That was Dino's tips. Oh, really? So, Dino, I didn't tell you this. Yeah. She gave, You gave me those tips, so I sent them oh. to the boys, and then I jerried that you put the wrong number to the horse. So then I, <laughs> half an hour later, I said, oh, sorry, boys, it's not the two, it's the four. Half of them said, well, uh, Fletch, I've already got on. My wife got on. That was the $180,000 leg. Did your wife t- get on the wrong horse? She got on the wrong horse, and it saluted at 20s. Oh. But no, she had an all-up, sorry. She had an all-up, and... It was. That was when I was ringing yeah, about the cash right. out. Yeah, that's right. And she goes, I'm just riding. So she, she got 9000 and something to, to one. She had 20 bucks on it. And she got three wow. legs. And the, the the last leg won, but the third leg ran second by a bees. And I watched the replay of that one. And at the 200, you just wanted to be on that. Yeah. Wow. 180 grand. Wow. Anyway, Dino, no, I need some shit tips. But speaking of shit tips, NTGs has just jumped. This is the Gosford race six. And we're all on the number well, 11. Okay, well, I missed that one, but I've got one for you this afternoon at, at Gosford, race eight, number eight. Race Barry in the saddle, Walla Horse. Okay, sounds good. It's a great, great each way. Thank you for the A-grade cab. Fletch, love them. Wear it every morning walking. Yeah, good. Well, you left it in the post office there for a long time. Because I was... No, no, they had the wrong address. It went oh. to the wrong location, apparently. Well, I tell you whether we should send NTG to the wrong address as well because it, it ran a, a courageous twelfth. Oh no! Is it run already? Run, just run. Oh. Far out, NTG. Was that, was that your tip again, Fletch? Or no, what? it wasn't. Do you know? Put your headphones on, get, put your rollerblades on, and go on up and down. No, the... he doesn't blade. He's always Christopher, aren't you, Dino? I'm walking. I'm walking. Yeah. Hey, honestly, <laughs> On a serious note, right, just a serious note for a second, and I'll be a regular caller every Wednesday or Thursday with some great tips, mm. not like you, Fletch, and your shit ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, is, what is the difference, maybe I'm a bit naive, what is the difference about this 21-day stand-down for um, concussion when, but when you've got young boys doing boxing? Now, you've got fights that go 12 rounds, and I love my boxing, right? but what is the difference between that and say, the likes of rugby league? How, a, how do they say that the boxing can... And I, Don't get me wrong, I love my boxing. I think it's one of the, it's my second favourite sport. It shits over UFC because that's just ridiculous. But what is the difference? How do they rule that differently? Thoughts, Brian? Well, that, I don't know. That's what I was asking you. Yeah. I don't see that... Uh, probably because NRL is more popular and so it's easier to write. I don't know. Like, it... like, don't get me wrong. Safety is a paramount in the greatest sport in the world, which is rugby league, right? But 21 days, but then a boxer can go in and go 12 rounds and get the shit punched out of them in their head. Yep. I know they've got gloves on, but, you know, I, I, just don't, I just don't understand how they can say, if, if they do bring that in 21 days. That's uh, all. Okay. Well, you know, the... how, how I might answer that, or how they might answer this, uh, Brian and, and Dingo, is they might say that when you go into boxing... You, you know you're going to get punched in the head. Like, like it's a buy beware thing. You, you know what you're signing up for, whereas yeah. not in every instance in other sports are you more likely than not to cop a concussion or 
cop a whack to the head. Is that fair? Yeah. We're, 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 and the other side of it is that the rules for – I know that it's not always foul play that causes a concussion, but the rules are in sports where you can't attack the head, where in boxing it's go for your life. Mm. Maybe it, that's why, Dino. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We've got to go, mate. Uh, one yeah, Dino, one. Dino, shit comment. Oh, I See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, let's do some NRL news, please, Turi. NRL News, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Stock up and save at Chemist Warehouse. All your favourite brands at the lowest prices. Shopping store or online today. Okay, there's a stack here. There is a stack here, Brian, but let's just start with this one here. No conflict of interest, says Shane Richardson through uh, Michael Chamis in the Sydney Morning Herald. The Tigers boss, Shane Richardson, recently signed a player managed by his son, the company he part owns, but says he declared all pre-existing interests to the club's board before accepting the job in a bid to head off accusations of conflicts. Richardson is the co-founder and shareholder of Rich Digital, a consultancy firm that also has NRL player agent accreditation. The accreditation mm-hmm. is held by Richardson's son, Brent, who recently helped secure the Tigers' last development contract for the 2024 season for his client, Solomona Fatape. Fatape, one of East Tigers' best players in the Queensland Cup last year, turned down a 16-week training trial deal with the Broncos to play under new coach Benji Marshall. What do you mm, think about that? Yeah, it doesn't sound good, does it? But if he declared it before he took the job, play on. Play on. Maybe he might have to remove his shareholding from this company. It's a unique situation, that's for sure. But anyway, plenty of all. Wayne Bennett has been given the green light to coach the Kiwis in the club. Ooh, Okay. Right, so Adam Pengilly from the City Morning Herald. Bennett will be allowed to juggle an NRL head coaching job, even if he's appointed to the vacant Kiwis role. Just a day after Bennett confirmed he had formally applied for the New Zealand position, the New Zealand Rugby League will interview Bennett and other applicants before confirming its coach in late February. But Chief Executive Greg Peters has already stated Bennett is free to find another NRL club. Well, that's not very... I mean, the current coach who got him to win that Pacific Championships, or Pacific Cup, what it was called, uh, Madge, he wasn't allowed to coach New, New South Wales yeah, and New Zealand at the same time. They said, nah, we want him focused. But three months down the track, Wayne can, if he wants to, yeah. can coach anyone. How's yeah. that fair? Uh, uh, Different tiers? What do you mean? Because, well, if he's coaching New Zealand, let's say, Maguire, he could actually get Kiwi players to play for New South oh, Wales, yeah, whereas no. Kiwi players, don't, he's not going to try and sign people from the Kiwi team. But he wouldn't to, do that. Like, you, yeah, you, you exactly, can't do yeah. it. You no, can't do I, it. I'm just saying it's a different scenario that Maguire and Bennett possess in this argument. But right? the more taxing would be the NRL coach. Well, I was thinking the same, yes. Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah. But What's just, your commitment as an NRL coach? What's uh, your commitment? 12 months, basically. Yeah, so yeah. How, exactly. So how could Madge Maguire, who has to consume himself for the – I don't know. It might it be says, three months. It says six weeks, but the, I mean, it's six weeks in camp. But yeah, but I why, see what why? You're saying I'm saying yeah. they said no. We want a, a head a coach. And now they've turned around. Is it because it's Wayne? You can do what you want. I I think so. There's a part of that. But I yeah, I think the the knock with the Maguire situation was that he was going to turn oh, Kiwis into Blues. But oh, you, potentially, you, but could. you can't because once you play, yeah, once you've played for New Zealand, you can't play for the Blues. That's that rule. But also, because oh, ca- they're tier one. But also, yeah, character. Like, seriously, is there anything? He's just won you a mm. a big championship, thirty blot. Yeah, he has shown no signs in his life of being underhanded or sneaky mm. or anything like that. Magic Maguire. 
And the capacity in that scenario with Madge coaching the Blues and Wayne Bennett coaching a full-time club, Madge would have the capacity far more to coach your nation. Correct. At the end of the year. It doesn't add up. Well, it must be because it's Wayne. Doesn't add up. Which doesn't look good. Doesn't look good for the But who cares if it's Wayne? Like, Like, with all respect to Wayne... Madge has just won thirty nil against Australia. What, like, whether it's Wayne Bellamy or otherwise, what else do you want? No, but I'm saying if it wasn't Wayne, if it wasn't Wayne, yeah. they wouldn't allow that. We've got Flano coming out later on. Yeah. If Flano applied for it, they wouldn't allow it. Exactly no. right. Okay. Um, speaking about representative football, Cameron Smith departs the Maroons' coaching team. Oh, good. NRL legend Cameron Smith. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> NRL legend Cameron Smith has dropped a bombshell on the Maroons by quitting the Queensland setup. Um, 40, he has conf- informed Queensland coach Billy Slater that he won't be a part of this year's Origin Series in a major blow up to the Maroons' hopes of winning a hat trick of interstate crowns mm, over New South Wales. Trouble in paradise, methinks. Origin's most capped player with 42 appearances. Smith has been a trusted lieutenant for Slater who has ushered in a stunning new era with back-to-back titles for the Maroons. Cam Smith on the decision. What about this, Brian? This year I've decided to coach at grassroots level at the Corumban Eagles. I feel it's really important to get back to grassroots because that's where our next generation of players come from. And I remember all the way back to my junior days playing at Logan Brothers and just how important coaching is at that level. So if you're the president of Corumban Eagles... Can you just imagine how many fifteen-year-olds are turning up? <laughs> well, you've just <laughs> you've just got this bloke who's a future immortal. Yep, and his previous club or team was Queensland in a winning series, and now he's come to your club. Yep, the Corumban Eagles. The Corumban Eagles will have seven under fifteen sides. Yep, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the competition will be Corumban oh, Eagles versus Corumban Eagles B. Correct. See, oh wow, poor old Dar. Well, Billy, I mean. This could be the year. Yep. This could be the year of the blue. Contender for nicest bloke in the 8 billion people on this planet, Matt Ballon, will take over for Cameron Smith. Matty Ballon. Like for like, hooker for hooker. Yep. yep. He's, he's uh, Matty's at the Bronx. Matty Ballon at the Broncos. Um, he's on the Broncos coaching yep. staff. Yeah. Assistant. Matt Ballon and Cameron Smith have, who scored more grand final tries or equal? Uh, it's going to be a trick question. Matt Ballon. One all. I oh, like me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-eight to one. Get yes. that in the end. Yes, relevance. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to hammer in TG? We hammer nah, everyone else. Nah. NTG. I can't hammer NTG. I love it. I mean, it's you know what? You got to. You got to. NTG. The great Joshy Henney. They got good blokes there, haven't they? Josh, uh, Jonathan Thurston. Uh, but good blokes here in the Queensland team. Teamless Tuesday news. Now the NRL has overhauled the way teams will be announced for round one. The season starts in Vegas, as we know, means the opening round is spread over two weekends and eight days all up. The NRL will therefore hold two separate teamless Tuesdays, one for the Vegas games and another a week later for the remaining sides. That makes sense. That's just pretty clear cut to is do that. Newsworthy? I don't know. Brooksy. Well, no, what it does, it's no. not, it's not yeah, newsworthy, it's, but, exactly. but, but he, yeah. he, he's just set up a little soft volley for the uh, the segue. What do we do for Teamless Tuesday, Brian? Oh, I see what you're yeah. Sorry. So in the past, we've had the Cups with former players, yep. uh, player names in songs. Mm. What could we do in 2024? This needs a whiteboard and a spitball. Post-it notes? 
Post-it notes. Butcher's paper. Agenda. Yeah. We've got to sit down. Maybe Mr. Wong's. Yeah. Get some prawn toast. Oh, like that. Get some lobster dumplings. Some Shandong beef rib. Oh, Absolutely love that. Some typhoon shelter rice. Why don't we some for the first crab time? And sweet corn soup. Why don't we for the first time, before you go through the whole Mr. Wong's menu, uh, for the first time in our four years of working here together, yeah. let's get to the news on time. Let's be punctual. That was the NRL update. Stock up and save at Chemist Warehouse. All your favourite brands at the lowest prices. Shop in store or online today. Here for Hyundai, the Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. The run home with Joel and Fletch. Uh, well, let's do our sports update. It's a Schnitz Snugget Summer Sports Schnup Day. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you. Mitch Marsh and Belinda Clark win big at the 2024 Australian Cricket Awards last night. Mitch Marsh wins the Allen Border Medal in a landslide with 233 votes over 79 votes for Paddy Cummins. Marsh is the first all-rounder to win the award in more than a decade. Scored at least 50 and half of his last test innings, uh, including scores of 90 and 96. Named captain of Australia's white ball teams when Cummins was unavailable, hitting a career-high 177 uh, against, not by the way, against Bangladesh. Here's him collecting his speech. I'd like to pay particular uh, thank yous to uh, Ronnie and Paddy. Um, you just, you believed in me, um, and I don't really know. I, I can't thank you enough for just believing in me. And I'm a bit fat at times, and I love a beer, but... Um, <laughs> but you see the best in me always, and um, just quickly to my beautiful family at home, you, I know how proud you'll be. Dad'll be sitting having six dubbies at the Coral Bay pub, and he'll be telling me to stop crying, so uh, it's probably time to get off the stage, but um, I'll see you on the dance floor. Hey, likeable. Absolutely likeable. Yep. Nailed it. Got a bit emotional. Bit funny. Light and shade. <laughs> Total opposite to this bloke. I'm an old boy of the school. And my son is also an old boy. And the intent was always that I'd have a grandson. But I won't bring him to a co-ed school. So, sir, if you're just sitting at home crying because your grandson can't go to a private school... Um, mm. Think about Mitchie Marsh, who at one stage came out and said, I think I'm the most hated cricketer in Australia Yeah, in another press conference. Refreshing. I'm happy with it. It is refreshing. The speech was all time. Is there any other speeches, awards, ceremonies that you oh. could match? Brent Mitchie? Todd signing with the Chargers, <laughs> early 90s. Listen, if you haven't looked at it, I can't do it on TV. I can't do it on radio, sorry. Look it up. Go on YouTube, type in Brent Todd, um, press conference. Would it be 1991? Mm, uh, yeah, one. No, later. When you listen to it, it's the laughter that every <laughs> like, it was just acceptable. It was. I have 92. a listen. 1992. So, listener, get out there and have a look at that. <laughs> listener. Oh, that's so good. What other people, too? Um, stocks have just jumped through the roof late in their career. So, Tom Brady, for example, despite he was winning everything, he wasn't loved. But I reckon when he went to Tampa Bay, do that change things, tourist? A little bit because people just hated the Patriots for so long, and any disassociation from from New England winning everything probably did rise his stock a little bit. I mean, there'll be certain NFL fans that made things worse because it proved he can win everywhere. But I think in the larger, like out from from the rest of the world, yeah, stock probably went up when he when he moved. Is that when him going to Tampa 
Bay yeah. and him doing what he did there, is is that something like Nathan Cleary going to the Tigers and winning the competition? Was it that hard? No, because it's, it's like the Tigers getting Nathan Cleary and getting Wayne Bennett and getting Daly Cherry Evans and then winning. Like you've got they, 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 the, the Bucks loaded up in a season and took everyone. Mm. And then now they're kind of dealing with it now with got money issues and they're still paying oh, okay. everyone because of it. But who cares? Because it'd, it'd be like Bulldogs. Bulldogs have cleaned out their roster. Yeah, but they have not signed the three best, most iconic players. No, they've got one. The you know. And there's an issue with Kennel Cough, too. Kennel Cough. <laughs> <laughs> Kennel Cough. <laughs> Ash Gardner wins the Belinda Clark medal for the second time, beating Adelise Perry and Annabelle Sutherland. Took more wickets than any other Australian woman across all formats. Other winners include Test Player of the Year, Nathan Lyon. Ooh, the goat. Uh, Women's T20 Player of the Year and ODI Player of the Year, Elise Perry. Men's ODI Player of the Year, Mitch Marsh. Men's Domestic Player of the Year, the banished Cameron Bancroft. And the BBL Player of the Year, Matty Short. Um, and Brian, you'd be pleased to know, yeah. Pipeline's going off, man. Well, it's going to. It's going to be huge. So I think they're, it's, they're saying it could get to about 15, 20 foot. So that'll um, sort the men out from the boys. Five Kelly, Aussies. Kelly Slater's still going around. I know. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Crazy. 51 now, Kelly Slater. And uh, Ethan Ewing's going to be coming up against him. Five Aussies are through to the round of 32 there in um, Hawaii. Football overnight, Ange and the Spurs win 3-2 at home to Brentford to go fourth in the league. So they're sort of bouncing back and hanging around. Man City beat Burnley 3-1, but Liverpool thump Chelsea 4-1 to stay top of the Premier League. Uh, in golf, Lucas Herbert joins Cam Smith and Mark Leishman in Ripper GC. The Aussie team of Herbert Smith, Leishman and Matty Jones. Uh, they're the team in Live Golf, Brian. Yes, they are. Mm. Go I was listening to Jimmy Smith. Are we going to talk about that, about this new investment into the PGA? Have you heard about that? No. Led by the Fenway Sports Group. Yeah, what actually is it? Uh, You tell us. Is this Tiger Woods and McElroy? Are they part of that? What all the yeah? There's been a there's been an influx of money into the PGA to look after um, all the golfers and then the future of the the tournament. Because I think the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's because of the Saudi investment. Yes. It doesn't get like it, in America cannot they can't invest into an American establishment like the PGA Tour. So this group's come in to try and prop up the PGA Tour because both sides are sort of losing the battle because they're trying to go up against each oh, other. Eating each so, other. So this group is trying to help the PGA like continue to grow with the competition of live being there. They've come to some sort of an agreement, mm-hmm. but this is sort of to help with the longevity of the PGA tour brand and the, and the histo- history of the PGA tour. So as a result, golfers who have remained loyal to the tour and rejected advances from live yes. are set to receive 1.5 billion in immediate and future equity. So it's not really, it's not cash up front, oh, is it? Because it's, no, it's shares. It's, yeah, it's sort of to prop that that PGA Tour up so they don't fold and just go to, to live. live. Okay, so, so investing $3 billion, they're hoping years down the track the prize money will increase, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but also too by um, making them shareholders, so yes. to speak, 
then this continues. When they all retire, they're still pushing Skin the case. Skin in the game. Skin in the game. And and you think, like, the Saudi Arabian-backed Live Tour, who has got the sovereign fund, yep. is just a endless, like, capital yeah. that's go- throwing it throwing themselves at the tour. So the PGA's got to try and compete with that, right? So they've got to go outside to try and compete with it. Good. good uh, that's good, very good, funny, good Tez. Tez has sent that through. We appreciate that. Got that winning taste right now. Schnitz, handcrafted schnitzels made fresh, made just for you. You know the schnitz I like? It's like a, um, <laughs> I think it's a Hawaiian or Tropicana, but you get the veal schnitzel. Yeah, veal's good. You can't add anything else onto it. There's bacon on there. Nah. There's Lost me. pineapple on there. Lost Barbecue nah. sauce. No, 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 no. I will say this about schnitz as well. Yep. Good chips. Great chips. Chips are, f- <laughs> chips are frothville. Frothing. But the, I just like the schnitzel on its own. Mm. Gravy. Yep. And if I'm feeling a little bit... Oh, hun- plain schnitzel. Yeah. Or if I'm feeling a little bit Hungarian, mm. boiled egg, anchovy. I can't get that. Just try it for me. I just Just get a piece. Find- just get one boiled egg, half an anchovy, put it onto one bite. It's the perfect bite. But I, fa- I fail to, in my head, and I've never been able to do this, I can't have the chicken and what it's produced, the egg, together. Oh, don't worry. Don't, don't think about that. <laughs> I can't do that. Just ta- how it tastes. Yeah, I just can't do it. Got that winning taste right now. We have. That's schnitz, handcrafted schnitzels. Made fresh, made just for you. It's a run home with Joel and Fletch. Quarter to five, Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Brian, mm. quarter to four, if you're listening through Queensland. So that's live through your SEN AM channel. If you're listening to the podcast, could be any old time. We yes. wouldn't have a clue. But anyway, uh, <laughs> hello to you. Uh, Brian, plenty of texts coming through. 0457 736 736 or text um, or call, in fact. Uh, 1300 01 1170 is the way to do that. NRL preseason update continues. Let's go. Down. It's an NRL preseason update. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. Yeah, and Brian, very, very sad news over the off-season relating to Carl Webb. Mm, shocking. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. But a lovely touch here from the Broncos who reveal the Carl Webb tribute at Red Hill. Uh, the Broncos media release, known for his strength on and off the field, the club's strength leaderboard in the Broncos gym has now been renamed in his honour, the Carl Webb Strength Leaderboard. Powerful visual reminder of the passionate Queenslanders' impact on the game and those around him. If you think about, Brian, such a proud, successful club the Broncos have been for, oh, gee whiz, how long they've been around now, the Broncos? 88. 88, so a long time. And they have all-time records in their strength department. Mm. So they, they break it down in, in three categories. So you've got the forwards, you've got the backs, and you've got the adjustables who are the utility players, halves, etc. Mate, he has an absolute – the back squat record at the Broncos, to give you an idea, Wendell Saylor has the back record of 210. Sean Berrigan for the adjustables, 200. This is an all-time record. This is not mm. one year, no. an all-time record. Carl Webb has lapped them all. 252.5 kilos for the back squat. Yeah. Strong. Strong man. Let's move to the bench press. The bench press, the adjustables. Darren Lockyer. Does that surprise you, Brian? Um, it might be Daryl. <laughs> Daryl, when he's out a few, when he's out a few Daryl comes out. Daryl can do anything. <laughs> i never forget one tour. Daryl was, oh, we were coming back from Townsville or something, mm. and I hadn't seen Daryl before. Yes. 
and Daryl got onto the mic on the bus coming down. It was one of the great trips. Oh. We come up from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. I love that. And we went to team camp before the World Cup in 2000, and Daryl got on there. It was <laughs> phenomenal. Oh, More Daryl, so please. More that's Darryl. so good. So Daryl Lockyer, uh, 145. Mick Hancock, 160. And again, Carl Webb has streeted the field, 180 kilograms. So that's why it's the Carl Webb strength leaderboard. In the chin-ups, he was a big uh, chin-up merchant. 80 chin-ups. That's the club record. Who? Greenskeeper Willie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Benny Eichen. Benny Eichen. Yeah, no sugar Eichen. 80 chin-ups. That's big. That's massive. That's big. And he had the big caboose too. So yeah. he's lifted. he wasn't a, a little fella. No. Usually in chin-ups, it's the slighter um, gentlemen who were easy to get their uh, pull-ups. But um, he was playing at about 90 kilos, wasn't he? 90, That's 95? Eight, 80 push, uh, chin-ups, rather. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That's a magic chiminda. Take your oh. shirt off and he just looks the Mickey. Oh, doesn't he? What? Uh, can, the... can you do a groundskeeper Willie accent, uh, tourist? Uh, uh, no. Okay. No, You're sorry. Oh, yeah, I know, but it's, he, he's a stereotype. Can you do a Benny Eichen accent? Uh, I don't. I'm afraid I'm not familiar with Benny Eichen's accent, particularly. Okay. No. He's a leopard. And according to Chase, <laughs> he says, uh, starter grabs the button, about to release the field. Pad tie about to jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chase is into it. I'm going to go the history of Chase's yeah. um, uh, text. A... He, he does this. He loves the pad tie. <laughs> pad tie about to um, more padding than a tail ender. <laughs> that was uh, good. Uh, enjoy the early pad tie, lads. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's onto us. That's good. But he's also got a tip. An omen tip for you in race seven at Gosford. Number six race. Did I jump already? Okay. Oh, I missed it. Sorry, Chasey boy. Never mind. Uh, that's the NRL preseason update for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. Well done to the Broncos. Uh, uh, terrific tribute to the great Carl. Oh, Webb. it's called Pad Thai. Oh. It's about to jump in 12 seconds. Oh. Race seven, number six, Pad Thai. It's been backed in. I'm on. Boom. It's a run home with Joel and Fletch. And uh, don't forget as well, Bryden's Lawyers, your verdict, NRL is back for 2024. Our tip, stay alive, win big, pick one winner in every round of the 2024 NRL season for the chance to win 2500 cash. If your verdict wins, you survive, get one wrong, and you're out. Visit sensurvivor.com.au. That's sensurvivor.com.au. What we might do, just thinking about that, Bryden, Let's just go through. I want to get your tips and how bullish you are. Round one of the National Rugby oh, League this far out. Really cool. Hit me. Okay. Manly and South Sydney kick things off, of course, in Vegas. Tip and how bullish? Um, I'm going Manly. Yep. But not, not real bullish. Okay. No. Confidence, not great. Roosters taking on the Broncos again in Vegas. Roosters. Very bullish. Very bullish. Very bullish. Uh, they did a good start this year. They had yeah. a terrible start last year. Robbo's round one record. Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, they've changed their training up a little bit. In okay. Vegas, however. In Vegas, yep. very, very good. Uh, you can catch up on uh, Justin Holbrook caught up with uh, Satsawoogie last yeah. night, so you can find the Sports Day podcast if you want to catch up with that. Newcastle Knights take you on the Raiders. McDonald Jones Stadium, Brian. That's the Thursday game, which will kick off round one, essentially. Round zero is the other two. Yeah, Knights, Greg Marju, hat-trick. <laughs> oh, come on. Bullish. Bullish. Oh, Bullish. Uh, they just got the... That was a fascinating game last time, wasn't it? Finals. The finals. Your, your man. 
from the Raiders. Yes. Breakout game. Yes. Oh, um, the big back rower. The big... Um, yeah. Who's your man? Oh, no, my man. Yeah, your Mar- man. Mariotta. Mariotta. Arta Mariotta. Yeah. Arta Mariotta. He killed him. What about the Warriors hosting the Sharks? Now, my, I've got a spy, and he said, mate, don't sleep on the Warriors. He said they are... The juniors coming through, apparently the young ones are guns. And don't sleep on the Warriors. They're right there. Okay, Warriors, hit me. Well, they're on the Sharks. Yeah, Warriors. You got any other Warriors? Yep. Ooh. Storm and the Panthers. Oh, the, oh. Speaking about first round records. Oh, round one, yeah, Airbus. I saw the sign. <laughs> and it opened up my heart. 22, 23 now. Would it be 23? So who are you tipping Ace of Base? Panthers. No. Uh, <laughs> is it 23 this coming oh, this year? He's never lost. Season. Never lost. Yeah. I'm going I'm going. Craig Bellamy in the Melbourne Storm. Do you know with that, there is a year where the Storm had a bye round one but lost round two to Newcastle? Oh, it's a little asterisk there. Yeah. But that's why you've got to say round one, not the first game. Okay. Hey, what about this? This will be an absolute sellout, I reckon. The hype around the dogs, which you're selling, Ooh. Parramatta at Combank. Oh. Yeah. That's massive. Bring back that rivalry. Of course. That rivalry. 100%. Remember? 60,000. We're talking about South. That'll be a sellout, won't it? We always talk about South and East as, as... Yep. And for good reason. Yep. But in the 80s and 90s, it was rank. Yep. Like, either the Chooks were good and the Bunnies were good or bad. That was the oh, one. This was the one. So, are you going the Bulldogs? I'm going to the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. New look back, back line. Wow. All full of utilities. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to Queensland for the last two games. The Titans, revamped Titans, hosting Flanner, who we're going to catch up with uh, in the next hour, the Dragons. Is, is he on the line? Is Flanner on the line? Not yet. Yeah, no, yeah, Titans. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to have Debbie, uh, Desi there. They're yeah. going to be, their defense is going to be improved by, get this, 4.5 points per game. Really? They're going to save five. it. They're going to improve by a try a game and half a goal. Tigers will be equal leaders. <laughs> they got the bye. The the uh, the Dolphins in the Hamiso Tabuifido Cup taking oh. on the Cowboys. Oh, nah, new captains. Suncorp Stadium. Cowboys. I'm going cows. Early it, the, tips for Brian. Let's yeah. revisit those oh, yeah. in, in round one, and we'll see if he's changed his no, tune on any. I'm not changing tunes. Yeah. What about this tip from Chum? Fletch went to Mr. Wong's, had the mixed dimmies, scallops. Goodness me, it was that good. Dragons preview <laughs> coming up after this.